Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack on Fox Soul for 2023. Welcome to a new year, everyone. Well, let's tap back just a little bit to 2022. On December 23rd of last year, a Los Angeles jury found Daystar Peterson, better known as Canadian rapper Tory Lanez, guilty on three charges related to the 2020 shooting of Megan The Stallion. Lanez faces a maximum of 22 years in prison and potential deportation. The outcome of the trial sparked a battle on social media between Tory and Megan fans. And while Tory's supporters are convinced he was set up, Megan's fans say Lanez needs to take accountability for his actions. Well, let's get down to business. The business of being black today is Meg the Stallion. Please welcome the host of the Side Effect Podcast, Jaleesa Danielle. Hi, Jaleesa. Hi, how are you? Good. I feel like I'm about to get ganged up on right now. No, 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 no. You got this, sis. Attorney Pamela Rice Campbell is here with us. Hi, Attorney Pamela. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Multimedia personality and entrepreneur, Jazzy McBee. Hi, Jazzy. Hey, I'm ready to talk, girl. <laughs> Let's do it. And content creator Stephanie O. What's up, Stephanie O? Hey, How are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here to talk about this controversial subject that some would think shouldn't be controversial at all. So, Stephanie O, let's kick it off with you. Why should Black people care about Meg the Stallion in this case? I mean, obviously, Meg Thee Stallion was a victim. And if we ignore the fact that she was a victim as a Black woman, what does that say about other Black women who are not as famous as Meg Thee Stallion? Do we ignore them as well? Mm, mm. Attorney, Pamela, what say you? Why should Black people care about Meg Thee Stallion? Black people should care about Meg Thee Stallion, of course, because she was a victim either side that you're on, whether you're a pro-Tory or whether you're a pro-Meg. But then also, now that we get to see inside the legal justice system and how the system works. Um, so I think that this is a lesson for all. Yes, indeed. Jaleesa, why should Black people care? I, I'll uh, piggyback off Ms. Pamela there. Um, I do think that we should care about both sides of the situation because, again, we weren't there. Nobody here was in the car. So um, I think we should just look at both sides and care about both people in this situation. Good point. A lot of people think that too many people were caring about Meg, too many people were caring about Tori. They're both Black women and Black men. We should care about them both, maybe, huh? Jazzy! Reel us in. Why should Black people care about Meg Thee Stallion in this case? Well, Megan Thee Stallion particularly uh, represents a lot of, uh, you know, some incidents that have happened to Black women who we just kind of push off to the side. So I feel like with her being in the eye of the public, you know, we want to know what was going on. You know, was she actually a victim? And, you know, she says yes, and we want to stand behind that. So who do we think, uh, Jaleesa kind of uh, said we should care about both in this particular instance. Who do you think is the victim in this case? Ooh. Attorney Pamela, take it. <laughs> well, we know that Meg Thee Stallion is the victim. She was actually injured. Um, but then we also know the legal system. And I understand some of the concerns regarding um, whether the truth was told in the beginning, which could have affected a black man. So in this era, we had the Me Too movement, but then we also were realizing that there were some people that weren't always truthful. So we have the Protect Black Men era as well. And because Meg came out and some of her uh, statements were inconsistent or untruthful, however way you want to put it, um, I think that now we a lot of people clung on to the Protect Black Men. So it kind of brings up just the black culture 
in general and um, what goes on in the public and what we go through, even in the legal system. Right. Stephanie. Oh, who, who was the victim? Who is the victim in this case? I think that if we look at patterns here, um, Pam, uh, attorney Pam did bring up a, a great point that people do kind of look at um, inconsistencies. Um, I, I want to look at another side of things and let's look at consistencies. Um, Tory Lanez does have a pattern of violence in his past. Um, since his childhood, you know, he was passed down from family member for family member for being a troubled child. His parents know that his entire family knows that for violent behavior. Um, as we know, with August Alsina, with um, many other rappers and other individuals with um, his baby mother, violent behavior uh, with fans, violent behavior. This is not a one off situation. Um, just because Megan Thee Stallion says that she didn't sleep with him on uh, Good Morning America, does that mean that he didn't shoot her? That does not necessarily mean that that's not the case. So I think that if we're going to mention one thing that we do also have to mention that he does have a, a consistent violent behavior over and over. So we can't just look at one and not look at the other. Um, and if you're looking at the fact that someone may have not, may have said that, yeah, I didn't sleep with him, you also have to look at the fact that this person is a violent person and they have a pattern of ongoing violence for years. Um, and some of which has, has been uh, violence with a, a handgun. So, you know, you okay. Well, I've had the pleasure of working in the music industry for a good 10 years and, you know, seeing, the progress that, you know, Tori made at the beginning of his career, I was there. I picked him up from the airport in my little Nissan like 10 years ago. So this is something that I've seen the trajectory of his career. So part of me does feel like this is a setup as far as, you know, just seeing his story and him wanting out of his deals and all this kind of stuff. Just, I don't know if anyone's actually looked into like what happened before that. And anytime I look at a story that happens in music world, I'm looking at it through a different lens because I've seen it and I've worked with these people directly. So I hear different things. So I'm not looking at it more of like the alleged incident. It's more of like what happened before. And we see all the time, anytime someone wants to talk or they start talking too much, then their image gets tainted. So, so Jaleesa, I want to, uh, this is, this obviously has been, um, how a lot of people who are Tory Lanez fans or close to Tory Lanez, uh, this is obviously one of the theories that people have, that it was a setup. So what exactly would the setup be? Well, you know, looking at his past interviews and just seeing what he's posted, he wanted out of his deal. He wanted out of his, um, you know, out of the label. And then from what his father has said, he didn't want to sign to Rock Nation. Meg is signed to Rock Nation. And then his live, he had said that, you know, he got a phone call from them and said, you're, you know, don't make a statement or, you know, it's coming to you. So all of those things, I put all those things together and I'm like, well, this sounds like maybe he was set up. Now I don't, I do believe that, you know, he is a little aggressive. Um, and I agree with Stephanie with the whole like hostility um, just because of what I've seen. But as far as like the storyline, I don't believe it in, it in its entirety. I always question when people say something is a setup. I don't deny a setup may, may or may not happen, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing that triggered this setup did happen. There was a gun discharged. Tori was in the car. And there was some confusion about Meg the Stallion being shot and who shot her. So mm -hmm. in this instance, I, I'm just interested in knowing where lies the conspiracy or the setup? Is it that somebody put him in a truck with Meg the Stallion and 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 then somebody outside of the truck shot in like where is the conspiracy? I think it's just more of his lawyers probably um weren't as powerful as the other ones and it's not what you know, it's who you know. And the more powerful you are, the you know, your your story can be buried or it can launch just depending on how powerful the people you know and surrounded by are. Uh, Attorney Pamela, I um, I want to make <laughs> sure that, I mean, she brings up these attorneys and how great they are. There is definitely something to that. I mean, 
OJ Simpson had what we called the dream team and got off, right? He was found uh, not guilty of killing Nicole Brown Simpson. And uh, many attributed it to his attorneys. So is there some truth to what Jaleesa is saying here? Well, respectfully, as to the whole conspiracy theory, I sat in court um, every single day for this trial. And even though that was inferred by the defense attorney that there was something with Rock Nation and the music industry, there was just no evidence that really showed that. And it's about evidence. I mean, just inferring it and trying to put that bait out there and see who takes it, it was not evidence. It was no hardcore evidence of anything that had to do with the conspiracy. And I was waiting on it as well. But yeah, I do agree that the defense, the attorneys in general, how they investigate, how thoroughly they investigate. Um, I think in this case, the investigation on both sides could have been a whole lot better. Um, so yeah, some of that does have to do with your skill, has to do with your due diligence, has to do with your follow through as an attorney. So that does have partial to do with um, the outcome of this case. Jazzy, was this a setup? Um, I do not believe it was a setup. I feel like, um, you know, they, like I said, Jaleesa, I'm, I'm in the industry as well. So I do see both sides. And mm -hmm. a lot of times you have, you know, all this, you know, I'm not insinuating like alcohol and people are, are just in the mix of things and having a quote unquote good time. And so I feel like they were all in the same location at the same time. Something transpired. And unfortunately, uh, Tori and Meg, you know, they got caught in this unfortunate situation. And it happened. I feel as if um, I don't think Tory was was set up. I don't think he was actually um, a victim. You know, I feel as if they were all three Kelsey, Megan, Tory were trying to cover some things up. And I feel like, you know, as fans, we wanted to know. And I feel like all of them were telling us these lies. So, I no, I do not think it was a set up with Tory. Half truths is possibly what they were telling us. Um, maybe some, maybe each of them were trying to cover for each of them. Maybe there's some truth to everything. Maybe sir, there's some truth to the setup, some truth to the conspiracy, and some truth to the truth. The truth right now is I've got to take a commercial break. We'll be right back on Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And the business of being black today is Megan the Stallion. Okay, Stephanie O, why do some people think that Megan is to be blamed for being shot? Some people don't even believe that Megan the Stallion was shot. I'm interested in knowing on this panel, before you answer that question, Stephanie O, um, does anyone on the panel believe that Megan the Stallion was never shot? Jaleesa, you don't think she was shot? I don't think she was. What do you think um, the shrapnel or the, the particles in her feet were? Well, you know, I saw, I saw that at first she said it was glass. Um, I, from the little video footage, again, I don't know, but it could have been from like bullet fragments. But um, she did say she was shot in two feet. And then we only saw a picture of one foot and then it was like wrapped in an ace bandage and she was wearing a sandal. So I, but we saw the x-rays, we saw her x-rays and the, the, the shrapnel in the x-ray of her foot, both feet, actually both, both feet. I, like I said, I don't, I just don't think she was shot. Wow. I, like I said, and I do agree with the, everybody's trying to cover for somebody. I think Somebody's taking the blame for something that someone else did because it's like a love triangle. I don't know. So you believe that some <laughs> glass got caught in her foot when she stepped out of the car? I just, I just, the, what the picture that I saw, it just looked like, you know, a scratch. It didn't look like a bullet wound. So what, so you think that the doctors pulled glass out of her foot? I don't even know if those pictures are real. We can't even confirm that they're real. Oh my attorney. <laughs> You get in on this. You were there. Um, can they give can they give unauthentic evidence in court? No, because those X-rays were certainly uh, evidence in court, right? 
Those x-rays were definitely evidence, and so was the surgeon who pulled out bullet fragments out of both feet. And the reason why you saw a bandage on one foot, not the other, according to that um, surgeon who removed the fragments, was because one foot, I believe it was the left, was worse than the right. So it had to heal from the inside out, and it could not be totally stitched up. So it had to be out, and the other foot was able to be stitched and bandaged. But no, we definitely saw x-rays, direct x-rays, and we had a doctor testify to pulling out bullet fragments out of her feet. Now, did the doctor testify to bullet fragments, attorney, or did the doctor testify to fragments? He testified as to metallic fragments. So um, that doesn't I, necessarily mean bullets. No, I, I believe that... Um, I don't I don't want to misquote them because I don't have my notes. But, um, yeah, they were considered bullet fragments. By who do you know when the doctor was on the stand? OK. All right. <clears throat> um, so we do have someone who doesn't believe she was actually shot. So there uh, a lot of people believe that Meg the Stallion was not shot. So why is she being blamed uh, for this entire incident then, Jazzy? To be honest with you, I, I really don't know why she's being blamed. I feel like, OK, so when the first when the story first came out, right, um, nobody really said anything. And I think she was the one that actually, you know, incited or said at first, like, you know, she's she's on social media. And then she said, OK, well, you know, I think since Tori's probably like being arrogant about the situation, she just pointed the finger at Tori. I just feel like I really don't I don't think that any one of them knew or know what happened that night i know she was shot by somebody but was it actually tory and so i feel like with, with her continuing to go on social media and address the situation and tory's being quiet and her friend kelsey is being quiet you know all we have to uh you know look at is is megan's situation in in her, in her testimony and so i feel like um you know with megan's track work record too with her allegedly having being a party girl and being around all these different people and her being the common denominator of all, all of her friends. Some people may feel like she was the instigator or, you know, she was at fault for it. So I want to speak to that a little people, bit. Yeah. People, there's a, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just feel like, you know, at any time, I just feel like she, she, she that wasn't warranted her being shot at or even shot. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. I don't think whatever the regardless of what happened, I don't think any part of it warranted a gun being pulled on her at all. Um, I do want to speak to the timeline of events um, being on the media side. So I because I did have to cover it. Um, and I am also, you know, part of the music industry, 15 years in the game. Um, and I also kind of, I have some background knowledge. <laughs> I'll tell, I'll, I'll say that much. So what, the, what actually, you were in the car? What, Stephanie? Not, what not what we missing? Car, <laughs> not in the car, but as a Texan, I'll say that as a Texan, uh, um, you know, there, there's some little background knowledge that I do have. So uh, um, pretty much what did happen, the, the timeline of events that did happen, um, Megan didn't say anything at first. What did happen though, is that um, it's, was starting to buzz around in the background as far as information getting out to some bloggers, mm -hmm. um, as far as what was going on or what allegedly happened. Um, so there were certain bloggers that started putting out stories about what happened and it wasn't necessarily what truly happened or as we know, as far as what happened in court or what was said in court, what actually was testified to. So after all those stories had been coming out, that's when Megan finally decided to come out on her Instagram live and say that this is the true story of what happened. And that's when she finally said Tori's name. So she didn't say what happened at first. She didn't say anything at first, but she was alleging that at that point that Tori was telling people behind the scenes that, you know, a whole different story, basically, of, of what was going on. Megan did right. at one time say that she was really trying to protect Tori. Exactly. Went exactly. Down. exactly. Um, but I do want to make this perfectly clear because a lot of people are saying that Tori Lane's um, was found guilty of shooting Meg the Stallion. Um, an attorney, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that is not what he was guilty mm -hmm. of. He was guilty of assault with a semi-automatic handgun, carrying a loaded uh, weapon mm -hmm. 
unregistered firearm in a vehicle and discharging a firearm with gross negligence. And I also would like to point out that Meg the Stallion did not file charges against Tory Lanes. These are some things that people keep saying that aren't true and the, and it is not 100% factual. The fact is uh, the people of California filed charges against Tory Lane. So there was nothing that Meg the Stallion nor Tory Lane's team could do. This was uh, a state situation. He was charged by the state because California, as we know, and the state of New York, as we know, have very, very, very strict gun laws. And really the charges were surrounding the guns, not necessarily the shooting of Meg the Stallion. Attorney, is that correct or did I miss anything here? No, you are absolutely correct, because even in the carrying of a semi-automatic uh, weapon, it was clear that you don't even have to cause injury. So it wasn't even about the injury. It was about whether it was willfully done. And then you had the um, unregistered firearm in a vehicle. Um, and then, like you said, the reckless, um, the negligence type charge was added towards the end, like right before trial. Jazzy? I'm... I mean, that's I mean, just that's just my thing. Um, you know, I, I knew he he wasn't charged for shooting her. Um, but again, as I say, and I and Stephanie, Stephanie, go back to what you were saying. Um, you know, when I said she talked first, I mean she was the first to speak out about it to kind of dispel the rumors. Um, but like I said, I, I just feel like <sighs> Tori didn't necessarily do the shooting. I feel like they don't know what went on. To be honest with you, I really feel like Kelsey did the shooting. I think that because of the fact that it is not a, a Tory versus Meg case and it's more of a did Tory actually have the gun in his possession? Did he recklessly fire? Um, he was guilty of doing those things. And that's why he's in jail now. So I think that because of those reasons, because of those reasons, he is guilty. Um, but then does this lend to the conspiracy and the setup theory? Because Meg the Stallion did not file charges against Tory Lanez, uh, Jaleesa. Maybe this was something a little more um, behind the scenes, kind of politically driven, you think? As far as the gun? Politics? As far as the charges, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, again, the charges, like I said, I don't think, it, I think it's just the storyline of her shooting because... Like you said, whenever they say guilty, everyone now assumes a lot of people don't know that it wasn't because of the shooting. They just they don't know that it was just the gun charges. So the way the media takes things and the assumptions that people make, again, is just I'm just looking at it as the perspective of the storyline and the, you know, making him look bad. Well, I don't want to look bad, but I got to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack. And the business of being black today, if you're just now joining us, uh, is why people aren't supporting Megan the Stallion when it comes to uh, the Tory Lanez case. Yeah. Okay. So with me today to talk about it is the host of the Side Effect podcast, Jaleesa Daniel. Danielle, I'm sorry, attorney Pamela Rice Campbell, multimedia personality and entrepreneur Jazzy McBee and content creator Stephanie O is with us today as well. So Megan Thee Stallion has received a lot of hate for coming forward as a victim of domestic violence. She's being treated as more of a villain uh, than Tory Lanez is. Do you think that or is Tory Lanez I, I, some kind of way I feel like is pretty balanced here. But what are your thoughts on that? What, what are your thoughts on that, Jazzy? As far as the divide, I feel like, like I said, I, I read the blogs and I, and I see people's opinions and we take people's opinion uh, from Atlanta and all over the, the country all the time. And yeah, everyone is pretty much divided. We don't really know or they really don't know who or what to believe because there were so, so many inconsistencies in the story. Uh, then we had the driver kind of go missing and then the bodyguard go missing and, you know, her friend gets on the stage and she's not really saying anything. So, and then Tori didn't actually get, get charged for shooting Megan Thee Stallion. And so I feel like Meg just wanted to protect him, you know, and even still, even after the fact, I feel like she was still trying to protect him and her friend um, as well. So, 
it's just a mess. It's like a where is Waldo type of thing where we're just trying to piece these things together. And even after the trial, um, there's still evidence that's coming out, such as the jailhouse phone calls. And uh, we have but her this friend. is not evidence that is just now coming out. Is it, attorney? This is evidence that was in that was court evidence, right? Right. But we're, yes. the public is now seeing right. it. And this is this this is one of the things that concern me most about not only this case, but cases that may come forward in the future is that we have this social media connection now where people get these tips from different people and we go on our social media pages or we go on blogs and we believe that to be true. And we completely um, decide that whatever happened in court is not true because we're looking at our favorite blogs or we're listening to our favorite um, podcasters and influencers who don't really have the information that's factual that the jurors have, that they are witnessing. It's crazy to me that people would just go off of what somebody said, somebody said, somebody said, and be like, oh yeah, but that didn't happen, but was never in court. Attorney? Yes, and you can tell by how this was reported during the trial. It, there were people that were sitting next to me that had a whole different interpretation when they went on their platform, just such as Kelsey's interview when we were able to hear the interview with the DA. Um, I thought it was powerful for the prosecution and they still somehow was like, well, Kelsey Island stands, so nobody should believe anything that she says. And then that's what they report instead of what was actually in that interview. So we were seeing evidence that the jury was seeing who is not the court of public opinion. It was the, those in that box that would make that decision. And they saw text message, they saw video calls and all they saw on the other side oftentimes was speculation. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I sat on the edge of my seat because to me he's innocent obviously till proven guilty. I sat on the edge of my seat and I was waiting on the defense to just have that witness to say, we saw Kelsey do it. Or, you know, all of the things that I heard out in the blog blogger sphere and it just never happened. So, yeah, I think the reporting of this um, was definitely one sided. And I believe and quite we negligent, I might add. Absolutely. Very negligent. I agree. Yeah. Um, why didn't Tory Lanez take the stand, Jalisa? I think it, the more you talk, the more you incriminate yourself. So it's easier to stay quiet. And I think, um, you know, going back off of what you guys said, like when you, um, only hear one side of the story and only heard Megan talking that, you know, people are going to formulate their opinion based off of what they hear from her. And because he stayed so silent and we really didn't see what was going on, you know, it's easy to kind of like point out, okay, well, first you said this, now you said this because they have a lot of video and text or whatever to go off of. But for him, it's just, I think it's just better to be quiet. But if you didn't do it, isn't it better to take the stand and say, hey, I did not shoot Meg the Stallion. Hey, I saw Kelsey with the gun and Kelsey shot Meg the Stallion. If that's what you saw, if that, you know, those are some of the things that are circulating, if that uh, would be the truth, wouldn't it be best if he took the stand and said what he saw and, and literally defended himself by saying, I did not shoot that woman. I think it would be easier, but I think he also knows like what he's up against. And he did say that, like, I'm the one that's going to take heat for this. I think because he's a black man and, you know, he's a rapper and the history that he has, I think is just, he just felt like maybe that he was just going to lose anyways. So why Sammy even Hope? speak? Sammy, I think also too, um, you have to also think that, yeah, you know, like you said, it, it would be easier for him to go out there and to, to defend himself, but you know, also when you just, you know, jumped August Alsina and when you just jumped Prince in the club and when you just did cut off a horse's foot in your music video and when you just, you know, um, harassed and antagonized uh, Megan Thee Stallion at Rolling Loud in Miami, um, it's gonna be really, really hard. <laughs> to prove your innocence on the stand, you know? So um, it, it's gonna be pr pretty difficult to, to do those types of things and to really say that, you know, I, I didn't do that. I'm, I'm perfectly innocent. It's gonna be really hard to, 
to prove that that jail call was about you sleeping with two friends when you literally just was harassing Megan Thee Stallion on social media, or you really was just harassing or lying about whether you just slapped August Alcina on Instagram. So um, it probably was best that he be quiet and he just took whatever he got because he was not going to win regardless. Jazzy, was it best well, that I, my I, man's be quiet? Um, if, if I may, if I may, just to this point, um, real quick, the prosecution does have the burden. So, of course, he did not have to testify. However, I would say that based on what the defense was trying to relay, which was struggling of a gun or saying that someone else shot him, I believe that he should have gotten on the stand because he was the only one. That's evidence. That's direct evidence, which is testimony. So all the inferences of muzzle shots um, being saw by Sean Kelly between the two girls or GSR on hands and all that. I mean, it just, everything was inference. Like you, they wanted the jury to infer. So even though he didn't, he had the right to sit there. Like literally defense can sit on their hands and not bring one witness or cross-examine anybody. Um, I think because of what the defense appeared to be, he should have gotten on the stand in order to defend himself. Yeah, I, I feel I feel as though, um, yeah, and, and I'm with you. I, I would have gotten on that stand to defend myself, but I feel like, you know, after all the evidence and the calls, you know, like what was there to really defend? Like even on a jail call, he was he was j very apologetic and you know trying to check on Megan and Stallion. So I just don't believe he felt like he was going to be charged. Um, I feel like he it was going to work out in his favor. And unfortunately, it did not. Yeah, I did but also he, see. He would have also been the best person he to explain those jail calls. Um, yeah. Tory Lanez. He would have been the best person to explain it, not his attorney, because you're told the jury is told that what we attorneys say in opening and closing is not evidence. So us saying that this is what the interpretation was meant nothing, but Tory saying this is what he meant, or even having someone for Rock Nation for all of the theories on signing a agreement, you should have had somebody on the stand to testify to that. And that just didn't happen in this case. Jaleesa? Oh, I said, I did also see on his live kind of after that happened that he did say, he kept on saying, I'm not trying to, you know, make her out to be bad. I'm not trying to make her. So I think he was also maybe protecting her image as well, because again, I don't think he knew that he was going to win this. So, you know, why go back and forth? And Tammy, like I said, I just feel like, you know, they were all trying, like, they all trying to protect each other at this point. The, you know, Kelsey, Megan, and, you know, and even Tori, I just feel like they were all still trying to protect um, you know, each other just in this case, just by, you know, just leaving out so many different things. So it's just. And let's be honest here. Both Megan and Tori are superstars. Right. And yeah. and and so they have that in common and having that in common could lend some sensitivity or some sympathy to each other just based on that alone, uh, you know, minus the fact that they had somewhat of a relationship or not, you know, at least a friendship. Right. We'll take a break. Come right back. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack on the Business of Being Black. And the Business of Being Black today is Megan the Stallion. Um, I want to reiterate that Tory Lanez was charged with assault with a semi-automatic handgun, carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharging a firearm with gross negligence. He, he was never charged uh, for shooting Meg the Stallion and Meg the Stallion never filed charges against him. This lends me to ask this question, Attorney Campbell. Um, would it have been better if perhaps the defense didn't make the case about Megan the Stallion? Mm. I agree. I think that the defense boxed themselves in an opening to me by trying to almost prove who shot Meg type of a theory and then saying that it was Kelsey. Um, so there were certain um, information that the jury was looking for and the, the defense wasn't able to deliver. Again, they don't have the burden of proof. And it was almost as if they switch roles in opening. And then when you can't deliver, you have the jury looking at you as if you're, you've misled them in some in some way. But I mean, it, it, it almost was as if the defense forgot that she was a victim, that she did have something that occurred to her, regardless to who you're saying that, you know, caused this injury. 
um, that they they lost sight of that. And it almost became bashing her talking about her past and who she's been with. And um, I don't I don't think the jury took too kind to that, um, trying to bash Meg Thee Stallion the way that she seemed to be bashed. Jaleesa, do you think that Tory Lanez would have been found not guilty if the defense would have stuck to the charges at hand versus who shot Meg the Stallion, making it about Meg? No, I think he still would have been charged guilty. I mean, like I said at the beginning, he said, I'm going to be taking the heat for this, like no matter what. So I think he would have been found guilty anyways, because one, she's like America's sweetheart. I mean, I like her. I really do. I really like her. But um, just because her being a woman and him being a male and a rapper in this industry, I just still think he would have been found guilty. Rapper Kodak Black said he is against men harming women, but questioned Megan's story and spoke out against uh, Lane's conviction. He said they done caught this woman in a few lies, he says, a few, a few lies uh, and stuff. And then how do you find a guy guilty for shooting a girl when ain't no evidence behind it? Y'all talking about girl had gun residue and another person and ain't nobody came through and say, yeah, he did that. That don't sit well with me. Tory Lane's punishment should be left to God, Kodak Black says. Um, should his punishment be left to God here, Jaleesa? I don't I don't think so. I mean, if he had if the law is a law and if the gun charges and, and you're not supposed to have a gun in California, New York, like there's no getting around that. I mean, I'm not defending that. I'm not sticking up for that. Um, here in Texas, you can do that all day, every day, everywhere you want to go. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a gun where you're not supposed to, then you're going to get charged for it. But the, the media, when they report it, some places, some blogs, they don't say they just put guilty. And so it didn't say what he was guilty of. So everyone's assumption is guilty means he shot her. So right. I think they should clarify that uh, a little bit more in, you know, on the Internet. Yeah, but. I um, I do believe that that should be cleared, which mm -hmm. is why I'm continuously clearing it here on the show so that mm -hmm. people will know the facts and not speak from a perspective that was just some kind of storyline as if this is a reality show. This is not a reality show. This is real life. Meg Thee Stallion was shot and Tory Lanez is going to jail for quite some time. That is not a reality show. That is reality. Stephanie, during Megan's interview with Gail King, she admitted to lying to the police about the shooting. Um, she initially told authorities she stepped on glass out of fear of what the police would do um, if they knew there was a loaded gun in the car. Uh, does her admission to Gail King about lying to the police prove that she could have lied about who shot her or the truth could have been first? And the lie second? I don't think so. I don't think that it means that she could have lied about who shot her. Um, and the reason I, I believe that is because, I mean, one, she was shot. Um, and we know that. And the reason that she did lie to the police is a noble one that protects Tory. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, so it's, if she was going to lie, um, why not lie then? Or why not? If she was going to say something that was going to harm Tori, if she really wanted to harm Tori, why not do it then? You know what I mean? The reason that she lied was to protect them all, especially Tori, the black man. Um, if she wanted to harm him, she would have done it then. If she wanted to continue to harm him, she would have filed charges. She actually can still file charges. Yes, she can. Yeah, um, this is kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation with Meg Thee Stallion. And many women find themselves in this position, in partic particularly um, women who have dealt with domestic violence. Uh, they will file charges against a man who has beaten them. And then when it comes time to go to court or when it comes time to stand trial, or when it comes time to even go back to do um, a, a deposition, the woman will go ghost. And I'm not, I'm, I'm saying this because I, I am that woman. I have done it's that. happened before. to me as well. It's and and well. so you do it because you're like, ah, I, I don't want to hurt this black man, especially this black man that I have loved. I don't want to ruin the rest of his future. I don't, I just want it to go away. 
So, and I'm saying that from a perspective of, of, of how a black woman truly feels about a black man. We don't want to see our black men um, in situations that they can never come up un- from up under. And so, um, yeah, I, I, this doesn't seem uncommon to me is what I'm saying when uh, Megan says, I was glass in my foot and then now charges are filed and people are going to jail if they lie. So now she has to say, well, yeah, Doc said it was gun fragments. Uh, 100%. I've been that woman before. Um, I wrote a letter to get him off, you know, so that he didn't see jail time. But he 100% did what he did. Yeah, it know? doesn't make it not true what he did. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so it's just I that mean, we we are trying to we're, we're trying to save them, even in the midst of our own danger sometimes. Exactly. So, you know, 100 percent. So, and, and I think that that just goes on to say that, you know, I I believe that some of the backlash that she's getting, especially from her peers and all of that is very unwarranted. Um, she should have I believe that she should have been given a whole lot more grace regardless of whose side that you've been on, I feel like people really should have uh, just really comforted her a lot more, especially just given the background and in her history and a lot of things that's been going on with her because she had a really tough year. So, um, you know, I, I feel like she just had a lot going on that people just did not really take care of her. So Tory Lane supporters, including his father, <laughs> um, blames Jay-Z for this conviction. It's all about Rock Nation. Rock Nation did this. Jaleesa, did Rock Nation do this? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes. I mean, again, I wasn't there. I don't know everything. I Everything that I believe is just assumptions. So I can't have these like strong opinions or you know get mad at people for what they believe in. I'm just going off of what I've seen, what I've heard. And again, just what everyone else is looking at who wasn't there. Right. Yeah, Tammy, I don't I don't think that um, anyone should be blamed here other than, you know, the adults that were there. You know, you had a wild night that unfortunately turned into a tragedy. You know, people can't hold, you know, whatever it is that they're, you know, having, whether it be, you know, drugs, alcohol. Like, I'm not saying and I'm not a legend that that's what happened there. But, uh, you know, as adults, I mean, but they, they they have all admit, Jazzy, they all admitted that they were extremely drunk. I know I didn't want to say that, but I'm just saying, you know, they said it for you. I mean, Kelsey said she was so out of it that she don't even remember what happened. And, and, and that goes back to say, when I said that they were just out of it, I just don't believe that any one of them actually know what happened. That's why, you know, all of them want to protect each other. And so when you are in that environment and things get out of control, thing that happens. So to say that Rock Nation is to blame, I really don't. I believe that they they covered their artists as well as they're supposed to supposed to. They protected their investment, which is Megan Thee Stallion, and that's what they they should have done. I would have expected the same thing. And, and I don't I don't believe that. And again, in court, there was no evidence that came out regarding Rock Nation. Did Rock Nation come out at all in court? What happened was the defense attorney did try to ask Kelsey to try to use her, I guess, to elicit any information she may have known about Rock Nation, asking questions about, do you know that who who Tori signed to? Do you know who Meg is signed to? And a lot of stuff they had to do with Rock Nation was objected to and it was sustained. So the jury couldn't even consider that anyway, because there was really no physical person from Rock Nation or any other person that can validate what was being said regarding Rock Nation and Jay-Z. Let me rock to a commercial and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack and the business of being black today is Meg the Stallion. Has she gotten the support? Uh, from the community that she embraces so much, the hip hop culture, uh, since this shooting and this case. So I'm just going to put it out here, y'all. Would Meg the Stallion face this type of heat if all parties involved were white? I want to know. Jazzy. Meg was a white woman. Tori was a white man. Where would we be going? What, what would I this think, look like? I think we would have a different story. 
Um, I really think we would definitely have a, a different story, but um, because of Megan Thee Stallion's uh, quote unquote track record in the hip hop community and, you know, a black woman and, you know, you guys were drinking, then it tells a different narrative. Uh, but isn't that, isn't that what music is about, Jazzy? Jazzy, that's not you're what in radio. You've seen this time and time again. You know hip hop. You know the culture. You yes. know it's, it's sex, drugs, rock and roll. It's, it's been, ha this is not new. This didn't happen in 2020. It's always been sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That is is what the music industry's appeal is to all of these artists, right? Most of them anyway. Like well, you're young, you're in your 20s, you're having fun, you're having sex, you're drinking alcohol, you're rich, you're wealthy, you ha you can afford the attorneys to get you out. Jaleesa, you know this too. Yeah. You've been in the business too long. Y'all stop yeah. playing with me today. Jazz. I, I mean, I didn't that say is it not what, That's not what hip hop is all about. Like you only see- no, I said that's what music is all about. But you that's not what all music is about that's not what all music is about if you there's different genres of music even in hip-hop culture so you can't say like all artists we're gonna party and drink and do drugs and shoot everybody and carry guns that's the narrative that people want you to believe and that's why Megan Thee Stallion is in the situation that she is in now um hopefully she'll, she's she's gonna make some changes you know going forward um but yeah that's not what it's about i feel like you know she's a she's a, a very popular public figure uh, she's a black woman and because she's known for partying and drinking and having a great time um that she should be blamed for it. and i i don't think that that um that should be the narrative i think that to add to that I think even if she wasn't known for partying and um, all that, that it would still be the same thing. I feel that if she was a white woman, um, it, it would be a completely different story. Mm -hmm. I feel that as a black woman, black women's tears are orgasmic to, to society. I feel mm -hmm. that black women mm -hmm. are not allowed to cry. I feel that oh. we are not allowed to, to hurt um, because when we do, it is a beautiful thing to everyone else. It is something that we, the world loves to see us cry and in pain. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking up top of my head, like of some artist who would probably have more sympathy. And I'm thinking of black artists. Also. Not a black artist. Think about it. Rihanna, when she went through her thing, what uh -huh. happened? They released her pictures on TMZ. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? When is the last time a black artist has ever, a black woman has ever been in a situation like this where it did not become a, a thing where it was just, she was a laughing stock or ridiculed. Tina Turner, it's just, it's never a situation where a black woman can ever be the victim, ever. So do matter. black women receive less sympathy as victims of violence than their white counterparts? Absolutely. Would you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if we're the bolsterous, the big, the confident, or if we're the meek. The, the princess, the, it doesn't matter what side we fall on. If you are a black woman, as long if you are hurt, beaten down, they love, the society loves it. That is what it, they just, they thrive off of us being beaten down. We are not allowed to cry. And it's so, exactly. And, and, and that's the reason why we don't cry because we are being ridiculed in the public. So we have to put on this strong face. Like, you know, we're so strong when in actuality, we're not, you know, I feel like the black woman is the most unprotected human being on this planet. We're not even protected by some black men, not all, but some black men, you know, we're, we're, we're being talked about, we're lying. And everything. Well, yeah, Drake came out with a song, right. That talked about that metaphorically, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, uh, talked about the shooting or not. Yeah. According a lot of people talked about it in their songs, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, relating to the shooter. I mean, Tori made a whole mixtape about the shooter and then how he's sorry. So, you know, it's just it's just a, a, a sad thing when we as black women can't really be protected in society. And that's why a lot of people, oh, you guys are so masculine. But sometimes that's because we have to be strong and protect ourselves. It's always had to be. You have to think about it when you think about like the, the proverbial white women tears. You know, we've yeah. heard about what the white women tears are and you always wonder, do black women have black women tears? We don't. There's no such thing. We're not allowed to because it There's doesn't a work. Strong black woman, black. We're woman. the strong you black woman. You were talking about uh, the music. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, going back to the lyrics that Drake, you know, put in his songs and, and little Yachty trying to clear it up, saying, oh, we just meant uh, it's about women who get 
fake butts and you know and you know they're not being real about it and i was like no that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> no that's not, the line is directed to her i mean you could tell and and to go back what stephanie said like it's it's what the media it's who controls the images that get put out who controls the storyline it's who is in charge of these networks who's in charge so that's why the stereotype it's not of- networks anymore is my problem it's not network this was rarely covered by networks okay we right. got the interview with gail king but this was strictly blogs oh no i don't mean the story of megan i mean oh. the the black woman you got know, it. not yeah. like the image you know, the, I want to get to your projects. Um, Megan the Stallion did say, because I was shot, I've been turned into some kind of villain and he's the victim. This has messed up my whole life. I wish he would have just shot and killed me rather than have to go through this torture. She said, um, I wanted to end with that, what she said. And I wonder how many uh, black women feel that way. And I think it's sad all the way around the whole story. It's sad that a black man is in jail. It's sad that a black woman got shot. There's nothing good about this situation at all for our culture, for the hip hop culture, for the black culture, for the black community. It's just sad that we have to choose a side when it comes to our people. Stephanie, tell me what you're working on. I am a working on a lot um i I think just because i know i only got a couple of seconds (laughs) i'm right now i'm just trying to do so much in media and just trying to find my new path and um i guess we're just gonna see what 2023 really has for me so hopefully you see me doing a whole lot more interviews a whole lot more shows um love it yeah book me for whatever you need jazzy what you got um, I do have uh, my nonprofit, the Fat Five Foundation. I have a teen vision board. It's the fifth annual, which is really big. We have amazing things going on uh, at the end of January. If you log on to www.thefabnumber5foundation.com, you can see what's going on. I also have my my hairline at Jazzy Girl's hair that I'm wearing right now. Girl, and- it's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. And also uh, at my skincare product line, which is uh, Luxury Me as well. And um, I'm... I can't say right now, but I'm kind of doing some TV stuff. So okay, um, we'll we'll wait to see you. We'll thank watch. You. Jaleesa, thank talk you. about the side effect. All right, same thing for me. Just a lot of interviews. Um, I've I've become a regular now on TMZ, making these uh, opinions of mine. Uh, if somebody's listening to them, so um, yeah, just more interviews with people. I I like to hear both sides of every situation. I'm not somebody who's going to shut down your opinion because of what you believe in or unfriend you or whatever people do because they're so dramatic uh, it gets on my nerves but let me get pamela in real quick uh how can the people keep up with you attorney i am continuing lawyering here in detroit michigan i deal with a lot of wrongful convictions and trying to help those that are innocent get out of prison i also have a youtube channel called pam esq the law intellect so go check me out where i break down various cases such as the one that we're talking about today you can check me out right here on foxsoul.tv any time of the day. That is the business of being black with Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. <laughs>